Welcome to the Vici Mundum Show, a ministry of Our Lady of Mount Carmel Catholic Church in Newport News, Virginia. All right. All right. Who's driving this podcast? Did we even discuss that? No. Nope. I do have a, a funny story, though, about the title or about the about the musician, Brother Isaiah. Let's hear oh, it. Yeah? yeah. I mean, it's not him personally. It's just that Max, my two-year-old, loves Brother Isaiah. So he bounces between wanting to listen to Brother Isaiah or listen to Rafi. But when he requests, <laughs> when he requests Brother Isaiah, he'll sometimes say, more Isaiah brother, please. <laughs> so, nice. <laughs> more Isaiah brother. Or sometimes he'll say, Brother Isaiah brother. <laughs> Wait, hang on. You said he likes Brother Isaiah and Rafi, like as in banana phone Rafi? Yes. Yes. So those are the two most listened albums in our house are <laughs> Rafi and Brother Isaiah. Oh, dear. Ring, yeah. ring, and he'll, ring. And he'll ring, rock ring. out. Banana phone. Wow. Yep. I would laugh if I had not heard Baby Beluga album on repeat for the last three weeks. Yeah. Yes. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm sure. But I don't. terrible. But I don't get tired of the Brother Isaiah album. I really like it when he wants to listen to that because I really enjoy it. So, so we're, we're talking about. Up- we're talking about a song from Brother Isaiah, right? That is that is the that is the topic of conversation today. Dude. Is, uh, Brother Isaiah. Uh-huh. He wrote this awesome song called "The Struggler." Struggler. It's the struggler. And Brother Isaiah, he's a Franciscan, right? Anthony CFR. CFR. Yeah, Franciscan Friar of the Renewal. Yes, and a wonderfully talented musician. Yeah. And I don't know where you found that song, Anthony, but it's killer. Did you it, just stumble across it? It was on Facebook. Really? So social media isn't evil. <laughs> <laughs> well, and what was weird too is as you guys were discovering it, I walked into the office one day and I was like, Austin, there's this really cool singer, Brother Isaiah, and he's got this song, The Struggler, and I started playing it and Austin's like, yeah, I love that song. And we had just had not connected about it, but nice. I had kind of come across it in a different way, stumbled upon it. It was like it was pretty neat. The Holy Spirit just kind of bringing that to the forefront. So if you haven't if you haven't guessed, if you can tell by the voices, we're back with the Vici Mundum show, and we've got Anthony Ferguson here. Uh, we've got Ken White and myself, Hello. Austin Farenholt. And well, actually, we're. Tr- I'm not here. I'm not here. I'm it's true. It's true. I'm in seminary. I'm like d- long distance Vici Munduming. Yeah, we're trying something new, folks. And let me tell you, it has been a struggle as <laughs> we have tried it. Yeah, we're, we're not got, good at this. I mean, the system we've got rigged up here to try and have this podcast was an intense struggle. We're, we're watching Anthony on Skype on one computer. We're recording on another. We had like our soundboard go wonky. I mean, I don't think I don't think Satan wants us doing this podcast, but shoot, we're struggling through it anyway. We're struggling. You know, I don't think struggling is such a bad thing. Really? (laughs) I keep telling you that I'm struggling, though. (laughs) (laughs) So at the end of the song, just a shout out to our friends at Ascension Press. Um, We reached out to him because we just love this song. And we asked if we could do a podcast on it and share the song on our podcast. And they said, Absolutely. Just send us a link once it goes live. So uh, thank you, Ascension Press. And we will put a link to where you can buy the song um, as well because it's awesome. And this whole album is really great. So if you couldn't tell, the song is called Struggler. 
And uh, in the the main verse, as Anthony just said, is um, you keep telling me that you're struggling, but I'm I'm not so sure that's such a bad thing. So the question for this podcast to get us rolling is why is struggling not such a bad thing? Uh, well, uh, so I don't know. Struggling is uh is actually a horrible experience usually. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And and yet and yet even in the horribleness of it. Um, it's when we emerge from it that something is changed, can be changed within us. Um, and, and I just think of just even natural struggle, like certainly spiritual struggle, um, and I can talk about that, but just in general, like practically speaking, like if you're going to become stronger, like you're preparing for a race, there are moments mm. in that race where you are struggling to get through that mile, but once you pull through that mile – there's this just sudden burst of energy sometimes and you become stronger, right? In order to run a marathon, you've got to start by going for a walk. <laughs> and then eventually through the struggle of running, you end up getting stronger and stronger and you end up coming out. You could end up running marathons. Um, and, you know, that's just from the practical level. But then I think spiritually sometimes, at least for me, it's when I emerge from the struggle with um, with Jesus being there that he – something is born anew in me and uh, and I'm I'm stronger spiritually and closer to him and closer to his heart mm. um, but it doesn't feel that way in the struggle <laughs> yeah not, not at all yeah and I, I mean struggle is like it's such a wide term that that covers so many different things from the physical struggle of 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 life you know or of of a physical exercise or something like that but then i mean man there People struggle with some really deep, really intense stuff from like death of family members to addiction to, you know, sexual sin. Mental illnesses. Mental, I mean the amount of struggle that we face on a day-to-day basis is so catastrophic. I think that, uh, that Brother Isaiah's song is a little shocking. Why – I'm not so sure it's such a bad thing to yeah. struggle. Yeah, I mean, what comes to mind when I think of like it not being such a bad thing, I, I've been reading Father Timothy Gallagher's book, Discernment of Spirits. Have you guys? What a great book! Have you read that? Okay, and yeah, and awesome. he ta- he talks about you know how Ignatius's view of um, basically the the interplay between spiritual consolation and spiritual desolation, which uh, desolation comes into play kind of as a natural thing. You know, it's it's not necessarily. The, the the sense that it's a uh, something you've done wrong or that it's something that uh, that you've brought upon yourself spiritual desolation can simply be an experience that God is allowing you to experience um, so that you can grow right so like I guess that's kind of the lens through which I'm looking at this song right now just because I happen to be reading this book is that spiritual desolation in terms of like a struggle like kind of that dryness that feeling of not being close to God, that feeling that maybe I, I want more or like I just don't feel quite right and, and just kind of having to push through that period, that that trough, you know, so that you can get to that next place of feeling close to the Lord, which is consolation. So kind of that interplay between spiritual consolation and desolation as a natural part of the spiritual life, as a, as a part, just something that we're going to have to learn how to navigate and and God is going to be there to help us do that. Mm. Yeah, and I think that that struggle between desolation and consolation really starts with uh, with with a commitment to our Lord. You know, yeah. I think we we start that um, that journey kind of going 
back to the beginning of the Christian walk. Like the the consolation desolation starts when you are falling regularly to mortal sin. You know, like you fall to mortal sin and you are in desolation because you're you're cut off from God. Um, and then uh, when you go to confession, you're kind of brought back into relationship with God, with right relationship. Um, but then it gets it gets kind of deeper and heavier, right? I think that's a lot of what the book is about. That uh, that as you um, as you keep struggling with mortal sin, and as as you move closer and closer to our Lord, and uh, and and then that particular struggle uh, becomes less. That you know maybe some of these these big sins aren't there as much anymore. There's there's still these desolation, these desolate periods of the spiritual life where you just like you can you could pray all day, but you just do not feel our Lord present, mm-hmm. and that's really a hard place to be. Yeah, but but struggling through it is is part of the process of becoming just more patient. I think patience is involved in this 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 idea that struggle can be good, just knowing that it's not all about us. You know, and it's not all about our comfort. <laughs> That's something yeah. that we don't like to hear. <laughs> yeah, when you think too of like being stretched, right? Like being um, anytime, anytime we're we're challenged outside of our normal uh, whatever the status quo is. I think of like reading, for instance. When I read something that that stretches my mind, like I have to read it again because I didn't quite get that paragraph mm-hmm. or that that section. And then, so I have to read it again and really think about it. Like it's a struggle. There's a, there's a stretch there. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but once you read more and more of that kind of level of reading, whatever it is, it it starts to become a little bit easier and a little bit easier. Um, and then, and then it starts to become sort of integrated into what you know and what you can read. And I, I just think of that also in regards to the spiritual life. Like I often get a sense of, of stretching. There's a, there's a really great line, I'm sure you know it, Anthony, in The Lord of the Rings where um, Bilbo talks about the ring, right? And the ring is is wearing him down and he says, um, he says, I feel like uh, butter being spread over too much bread. Yeah. And <laughs> the imagery – uh, no, it's not Frodo who says it. It's Bilbo. Dude, it's Bilbo. Get on your nerd game. <laughs> <laughs> so, what? Yeah, in the it's movie, good. it's clear. It's definitely Frodo. Nope. You're definitely no. wrong. Uh-uh. No, it's Bilbo. <laughs> So <laughs> you need to stretch your understanding. Man, of I am of the struggling Rings. with my memory of Lord of the Rings right now. Austin is totally struggling. That's okay. It's good. You're going to grow from this. It's gonna be, <laughs> this is going to be a moment of humility uh, and a moment of grace. So you're not so sure it's such a bad thing, but yeah, Anthony. So Ken, what's what's your like? Uh, what, what was the point? I'm sorry. Yeah. So so just like that idea of being stretched. Like it's such an uncomfortable image that Bilbo uses. Bilbo uses. Um, <laughs> it's such an uncomfortable image of this, you know, this stretching. And I think, at least for me, when I've struggled in the spiritual life, um, it, it feels like a stretching. Like a God is like he, he's pulling on me and he's he's working in my heart to make me uh, basically to open my heart more to Him. Yeah. To like to to make it more so that He can fill it even more. But it takes a stretching <laughs> to get there. And, and you know to yeah. extend the the Lord of the Rings metaphor because we went there, uh, like when <laughs> Bilbo when like <laughs> sorry sorry when when Bilbo is like trying to let go of the ring right it's a huge struggle like he can barely even let it slip out of his hand and drop onto the floor. 
But, you know, you look back at that moment and you see the, how hard it was and how, like, how much struggle was in his face. But, like, that was part of the, the like, the glory of Bilbo. Like, that was one of his most fruitful moments in his life was that he was willing to go through that struggle of letting go of something that would otherwise destroy him. You know, and, and I think maybe that's part of what we're talking about today is is that, you know, it's not such a bad thing. If there's sin in our heart, if there's something, like, that we're we're doing that we need to let go of, you know, when, if there's something in our personality that, that has to change, then it's well worth the struggle to let go of that thing, you know, and Hmm. it's not going to be easy. It's going to suck. But at the same time, looking back in hindsight, it'll be so worth it. And, And the struggle you'll see is so fruitful. And, uh, and you'll be a better person because of the struggle, because God allowed you, permitted you to struggle. Um, It'll be it'll be a very fruitful memory. Yeah, you know, I think this this song from Brother Isaiah really uh, really just struck me um, because it made me think more about how how often I want to arrive at the end. Uh, I don't want to be in the struggle. I want to be at the uh, the reconciliation of the struggle. You know, if I'm if it's the middle of the night and my kid's waking up, I don't want to be in that struggle. I want to be asleep, which is the end of that struggle with them being awake. Yeah. Um, you know, if if there's if there's a, if I'm sick or something, I don't want to be in that. I want to be I want to be well. I want to be healthy. Um, and so when I when I heard this song and was thinking about it, I thought, man, I have not been looking at the struggle correctly, hmm. at least through the same lens that Brother Isaiah is is proclaiming through his song. Um, and that's saying maybe it's not such a bad thing. And it made me realize that, you know, that the, the moments of sanctification, the moments of true good growth come when you're up in the middle of the night with a small child, you know, or insert your most common struggle there. Mm-hmm. Um, and you say, yes, Lord, whatever you will, and you embrace it. Because at that moment, that struggle is the cross. And what does our Lord do? He embraces it. He gets mocked for it, but he embraces it. Yeah, and to me, that's one of the most beautiful things about being uh, kind of kind of the the Catholic perspective on all this too is that we say suffering is is sanctifying. It brings us closer. There's a wonderful element to it. Yeah, and I think um, one thing maybe that when it's talked about, I, I find anyway, is not always uh, communicated well. Is that just because you've said God, your will in this moment, doesn't mean that suddenly it's the easiest thing. Like oftentimes there's no feeling of relief. There's no, I mean, sometimes God will give that grace in that moment. He's already giving grace, but you may not, you may not feel it, right? It may not seem like anything's gotten easier. The struggle is still just as real. All you've done is said, God, I will this too, right? You've embraced it. And in that sense, it maybe it gets a little easier because you're no longer like, like fighting it. Yeah. But but I I wouldn't say it like it's still really hard. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not like suddenly oh the cross disappears now because you embraced it. No, it's like it's still going to be suffering. Yeah, I I definitely agree with that, Ken. Um, I I do think that there's a great like interior disposition that changes though. That you know the exterior. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I really want to be to to continue on with the the waking up in the middle of the night example. Like, yeah, I really want to be asleep, but all of a sudden your interior disposition changes in such a way that's like, this is a this is a God moment. 
Like this is this has been sanctified. This struggle has, and you know, I kind of like to imagine that this is what our Lord felt in the crucifixion. That like this is really hard, but I love these people so much that mm-hmm. you know, it's like the the interior disposition made him want to embrace the cross while his body was probably screaming, "No, please don't do this." Um, yeah, and you see the struggle in full action in the Garden of Gethsemane, right? Like, mm, I mean, yes. he's struggling. Like, it's not easy. He's like, Lord, let this chalice pass. Like, get it out of here. I want to get to the end. Like you were saying, Austin, earlier. It's like, I, like if it's possible, let this thing go away. But not yes. not what I will, but what you will, Lord. And and I think that's that's why the struggle is so good, because it forces us to choose God's will over our own. And even the Son of God experienced that. Even even God incarnate shows us how to struggle in the in the Garden of Gethsemane. I mean, that's when that's when like all of the sins of the world were kind of most poignantly palpable to him, I guess. Mm. And and he was sweating blood. I mean, it's crazy the the amount of struggle that he portrays there. And and yet he says, "Not not my will, yours. Not my will, yeah. yours." That's the heart of the struggle. And you know what? That's the heart of love, I think. That uh that that's that, that is the embrace of the struggle. And I, I think it's very easy for me anyway to look at love and say, Oh, love love always carries these feelings with it. Love always carries, you know, this this the consolation. Like like love and the consolation often in my head go together. Like I don't know, for whatever reason, but but I have to check myself often and think that, you know, this thing that's really hard and really sucks and actually a big piece of me doesn't want to do it, that this is actually a greater expression of love uh, to my child or to my wife um, or to whoever it is than just sitting down and staring longingly, you know, at each other or enjoying something. When you sacrifice and give up something for somebody else – that there's a there's a definitely a deeper expression of love than when you enjoy something with somebody else. Yeah. What isn't it in scripture where it, it talks about how like the Lord chastises the the one whom he loves? Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, so, that's so kind of crazy. Basically like <laughs> there there's sort of like a chastening that happens, kind of a, a purification that happens in the midst of struggle that would not otherwise happen. You know, I mean our, our ex- existential situation is that we are fallen, that, that we're not in perfect communion with God yet, that we're on the way, right? And so part of us on the way, part of us being pilgrims on this journey that we call faith is struggling through the fact that we don't always want union with God. And, and it, God, the fact that we experience a struggle shows that we, we actually are trying to, to keep moving forward, you know, like, yeah, I remember there, there's like a great, um, so Matt Fred is an awesome, awesome, uh, speaker and writer. And, um, and he talks a lot about the struggle, you know, particularly with the struggle with pornography. And he talks about how, like, he hopes that you're struggling because if you're mm. not, if you're not struggling, then you're just kind of laying down, you know, and you're just kind of giving completely in, you know? And so like yeah. that, that can be applied in so many different aspects of the faith um in that if you're struggling that shows that you're you're desiring something more yeah and i think of um so i had a really good pastor growing up his name was uh, monsignor richard hughes he's 
since passed away. And I, I mean, I have no doubt that he's in heaven. He was such a holy, humble man. But he used to say that um, if you're either in the Christian life, you're either um, moving downstream, <laughs> which is free flow and, you know, towards hell, or you're struggling upstream. There's no, there's no standing in the middle of the stream. Yeah. You can't, you can't do it. You're either going to flow down or you're going to struggle upwards. Um, and, and I just love that imagery because it's like the struggle, um, the struggle means that we're living the Christian life. Right? Absolutely. And it may not, it, it may not feel that way. Like yeah. when you're in the midst of it and you're like, I failed again. But the fact that you're getting back up, you're going to reconciliation or, or maybe if it's, it's not a sin you're fighting, maybe it's just that dryness in prayer, but you get up and you sit, you know, you read the Bible and you do it again. You keep coming back to prayer and coming back to that relationship. I just think it's so bold in the song because another line that um, Brother Isaiah says is, every good thing is born of a struggle. Mm. That's a bold claim. Every good thing is born of a struggle. So what we want to achieve, the good that we want to achieve, has to go through purgation. It has to go through struggle. Yeah, that that reminds me of the G.K. Chesterton quote where he talks about how like only a living thing can go upstream. So if you're struggling, that <laughs> oh, means you're like it. that means you're alive. Yeah, you know, it, a dead thing just goes with the stream. A dead thing will go downstream, but a living thing is able to struggle against the current and go upstream, like you were saying. And I don't know, it's just another another uh, story about struggling that I, I particularly like is uh, the story of Saint Anthony of the Desert. Oh yes, this is so good. Yeah. So, yeah, like you might know the story. He's he's one of the Desert Fathers, early like the three hundreds ish, and uh, he goes into the desert, and there he fights a bunch of demons. Like all these demons attack him, and and cause him all kinds of struggle. And uh, on one particular ch- uh, trial, like physically attack him, right? Oh They're, yeah, like, physically beating him. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, definitely temptations and like doubts and all sorts of like interior movements but also yeah physical torments and so after one of these particularly difficult times um these demons kind of beat him up and he's just kind of left for dead in the desert and and anthony like revives somehow and he comes he comes into prayer and he asks the lord he's like god why why did you not save me why did you not prevent these demons from from attacking me why didn't you make it easier for me to to live out holiness basically and and the lord's response to him is kind of striking he says that i, I wanted to see you struggle hmm. man <laughs> <laughs> i want to see you struggle <laughs> i wanted to see you struggle so and that's not like god being vindictive or god like enjoying our torment like whenever god allows something or permits something in our life i mean we've been saying it over and over in different ways is that it's what's best for us. Hmm. That it's going to actually bring healing. So Anthony of the desert would not have been Anthony of the desert without that struggle. And so the Lord wanting to see him struggle was not like, ha ha, look at Anthony, he's struggling. Um, Which I oftentimes feel like. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Are you mocking me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, you duped me, Lord, and I let myself be duped. No, it's it's, God knows that. (laughs) He understands more than anyone the medicine that we need in order to come home to him. Yeah, and I think of like going back to sort of the image of of caring for a child. Like when we have, um, you know, we're getting ready to have our second, and as as you know, the baby is learning to 
to roll over or to hold its head up. Like you can see like the struggle is real and yet we as parents purposefully put them in a position so that they have to keep their head up and it's a struggle. Yeah. And it's not it's not like you, you know, you wish you could just go in there and do it for them. You love them so much. But you do want to see them struggle because seeing them struggle means that they're getting stronger and it means that eventually they'll be able to hold themselves up and they'll be able to walk and all of the things that make life really wonderful. Absolutely. But it takes it, it takes, you know, we love them enough to let them struggle. Well, it's funny you say that because our fourth child because we have five five kids. We have four kids, five and under, and our fourth child is like the poor little neglected child. I mean, not really. He's great. We love you, Leo. But he is uh like our other kids demand so much attention that Leo has not gotten nearly as much attention as the rest of them. But this kid's 6 months old and like like way far further along than the other ones. I mean, every parent thinks that their kid is like super advanced, you know, but, uh, but really he's like, he is, he's sitting up, he's cruising around in a walker and it took our kids, our other kids a lot longer. But the fact is he's had more time by himself to sit on the ground and figure things out and get to where he wants to go without kind of the interjection of his parents, you know, putting things there all the time. And so it, it is that struggle that has made him much more quick, much more nimble and agile and able to to get around. It's it's pretty cool. Yeah, and I think I think an important piece of this too to remember is that like just because Jesus wants to wants to allow us to go through the struggle so we become stronger, he's in it with us. Yeah. Like he's in sure. the struggle with us. Like he he you know gives his very body and blood to us every single Sunday or every day if we want. And he you know he's he's there. He's in the midst of it with us. He's not going to abandon us to to that struggle. He struggles alongside us, you know. Yeah. And I and I think that's important. Like he's he's not just watching from the sidelines rooting us on. He's he's in it with us. Yeah. No, yeah. that's true. And and all of the saints are there with us, too. It's not like they're, oh, now that we're done, now that the race is finished, we don't care anymore. You know, they're they're totally in it to win it, too. And they're helping us. They're aiding us, right? So, I mean, that's one of the mysteries of the church triumphant is that even though their their journey is over in a sense, even though they're still looking forward to the, the general resurrection, um, they're still kind of a part of our struggle because we're the body of Christ. It's not this individualistic thing where we're all struggling in our own little bubbles, you know, and we're struggling together, you know, and if if we realize that, that the saints are not like so happy that they made it to heaven that they don't care about us, they're actually intimately involved in our struggles too, along with Jesus, along with the, the, the Holy Spirit just completely like constantly upholding us and constantly giving us every grace that we need, then we can like turn and not focus so much on our own struggles to the extent of like being inwardly focused and so like um, torn apart, you know, or just downtrodden that we can help other people that are struggling. We can look to them and yeah. say like, Hey, it looks like you're struggling. Me too. It's going to be okay. We're going to work through this, you know? And that's a really good thing that's born of the struggle, right? That we're together, that we're a family, that we're not, none of us yeah. are perfect and, and we can uphold each other. Man. Well said, Anthony. I think that's, that's, that's dead on, man. Uh, it's true. We are the body that, that works together. We struggle together. We work together. And if we try to do it in isolation, that's right where Satan wants us. Dude, if he wants us all alone. We're the body of Christ. If one part struggles, every part struggles. Right. And if we yeah. get into a place where we're like, oh, I'm not struggling anymore. 
that means I'm good and I just don't care anymore, then that's like the height of pride. That's like the height. That's like the opposite of love. Amen. It is. Well, we are we're running out of time and we want to let all of our listeners listen to the Brother Isaiah song. Oh, dang. Okay, sorry. So, no, no, no. That's <laughs> awesome. I mean, I, I want to keep going, but but so that we don't uh, go way over. We try to keep, keep it usually around a half hour. So, um, so at any rate, the struggle is so real, folks, but we don't do it alone. We don't do it in isolation. And and truly good things will be born of it. Um, and hopefully good things will be born of this podcast because it was a struggle getting this sucker going. I know, so. we're terrible. <laughs> we're going to do better next time. Yeah, we are. So we offer this podcast up to Our Lady and Our Lord to use however they, they so desire. Uh, but please enjoy this song uh, published by Ascension Press with Brother Isaiah. And um, check him out. Uh, you can find him ascensionpress.com. Check out the show notes where you can find his song on iTunes, Amazon Music, uh, and other places. He's also got some cool swag, some cool struggler swag. So check it out. Uh, and until next time, Our Lady of Mount Carmel. Pray, pray for, for us. us. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the presenters alone and do not necessarily reflect the views of Our Lady of Mount Carmel Catholic Church in Newport News, Virginia, or the Catholic Diocese of Richmond. This podcast is presented to you by individuals who are not all necessarily experts in the field of discussion, but are answering the call of the new evangelization and sharing their love of Christ with you. God bless you. Telling me that you're struggling I just don't know if that's such a bad thing No, no, no But you keep telling me that you're struggling I just don't know if that's such a bad thing No, no, no But you say Lord I'm like a flickering wick, I'm like a broken reed I'm like a ship storm tossed and rocked upon the sea I'm like a mountain torn in two by an earthquake I look inside and all I see is just this heartache So my soul keeps crying from the crucible Fighting through this night like Jacob did at Peniel I'm struggling, oh God Can't you see that I'm struggling? You keep telling me that You're struggling I just don't know if that's such a bad thing No, no, no But you keep telling me that You're struggling I just don't know if that's such a bad thing No, no, no You see, child Every good thing is born of a struggle Singing every good thing is born of a struggle Every truly good thing is born of a struggle My child Every good thing is born of a struggle Singing every good thing is born of a struggle Every truly good thing is born of a struggle My child, my child And I wouldn't leave you in this heartache If it was all for nothing Wouldn't leave you in this struggle If I didn't see something being born in you So beautiful and so true Like a statue of David chiseled away And never fading There's a new 
child rising New life shining in your face, in your pain, in your everything If you only knew, child, what I see in you, child I think you'd want it too But I'm proud of you, child, as you struggle through Yes, I'm proud of you, child, as you struggle through Yeah, remember Every good thing is born of a struggle Singing every good thing is born of a struggle Every truly good thing is born of a struggle My child, my child Every good thing is born of a struggle Singing every good thing is born of a struggle Every truly good thing is born of a struggle My child, my child I keep on struggling Cause I just don't know now that's such a bad thing No, no, no Well I guess I'll keep on struggling Cause I just don't know now that's such a bad thing Nah, 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 yeah Cause I'm a struggling lot, but I'm not gonna give up now You give me heart when I feel like giving up Yes, I'm a struggler Whoa, yes, I'm a struggler Whoa, yes, I'm a struggler But I'm not gonna give up now You give me heart when I feel like giving up Yes, I'm a struggler Yeah, well, I'm a struggler Well, I guess I'll keep on struggling Cause I just don't know now if that's such a bad thing Nah, nah, nah Well, I guess I'll keep on struggling